What is up, guys? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. I have a very interesting guest on today, Don Saladino. Uh, he is a fitness trainer who has worked with some of Hollywood's biggest names, including Ryan Reynolds, David Harbour, Blake Lively, Scarlett Johansson, Hugh Jackman, and countless others to help them prepare for the blockbuster movie roles. He's the creator on the Playbook Fitness app, and he has an online fitness challenge and programs that you can find on his website, donsaladino.com. You can also follow him on his Instagram, at Don Saladino. Um, such an amazing human, and I'm so excited to share this conversation with you. Uh, so much passion, and we are going to learn and find out any and all of the secrets he has about training hundreds and thousands of people everywhere, and especially the superhero of celebrities. So um, enjoy the podcast, and let's bring on Don. Welcome to the Reborn show, Don. Man, I feel like this has been a long time coming. How's it going, dude? We have I have oh, well, so many questions for you. No, no, we're gonna do this, and I'm 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 super excited. And uh, like I said, Dr. G, someone she's like a sister to me, and I know she's really close to you, and uh, she just speaks the world of you. So yeah. anytime you get good people together, it's always it's just I, easy. So. Yeah. So I want to I want you to um, start out by telling our listeners a little bit about. Um, I don't want to get into like the nitty gritty yet, but um, yes. just who you are, what is a, you have sure. a very long bio, a lot of accomplishments, but let's just start with the basics. Yeah. Cool. My, you know, my name is Don Saladino and I'm from New York and, um, I got involved in the fitness business, uh, 25 years ago, started a big box gym, um, did my first fundraise at about 26 years old. I raised about $5 million, opened my first club by 28. Um, opened several gyms after that and um, launched a digital platform with a couple of professional athletes back in like eh, 2010-ish, uh, right around that that time. Uh, it became a massive su success and then kind of crapped the bed a little bit. And um, I think that's when my career really started because I, I'm, I'm one of the few coaches that has you know, this brick and mortar background, but also this digital background and this understanding for, you know, business and, and, and scaling your, um, your, uh, your fitness businesses. So, you know, my, my, my career in a nutshell, you know, has, is really, it's been very successful, but it's also been very all over the place. My, my first gym was based around golf and, and golf fitness. And then the next, you know, I'm working with Hugh Jackman, getting him ready for Wolverine. And, uh, um, that it just shows sometimes how the business plan can be, you know, you could have a specific business plan in mind, but when opportunities get thrown at you and you see that, you know, uh, successes start coming at you in different uh, shapes and forms, um, you take advantage of, you know, what you're finding out might be your uh, kind of your calling in a way. Right. Yeah. So, no, you know, true. so that's, I think in a nutshell, without boring people with all the lo the logistics, that's, um, uh, and then, you know, building up a, a, a coaching resume of, of working with a lot of these celebs, getting them ready for these, these, yeah, dude, uh, we have Ryan Reynolds. And whenever yep. he says a few celebrities, guys, we're talking yep. like Scarlett Johansson, Hugh Jackman, um, yep. like countless other celebrities yeah. that you that you have had it's to fun. work with. So you absolutely have have the street cred. I'm just curious as to where does this passion just in general overall, like were you an athlete growing up? Can you talk a little bit about your your childhood and like where this passion came from? 
Yeah, I think probably started for me in the second grade. I um I had a really bad hearing problem and a stuttering problem, and you know was dealing with a lot of insecurities at a very young age, sure. and then you know realized that you know I was um, I was a pretty good athlete, and I got into baseball at a really young age with my father, and then went off went off to play you know uh, co- collegiate Division one baseball, and then got picked up to play in a couple teams um, professionally overseas, and had a bunch of tryouts in the states, and it just didn't really. I think the time where I was still chasing this dream of baseball, I think there was this new dream of fitness and wellness. There was, it was something that I, I studied business in college. And um, I always said I minored in, in, in training and, nu- and nutrition. And I just, I was obsessed. It was yeah. just, I was going to classes during the day and playing baseball and doing that. And then I'd get in at night and every waking second that I had, I was just trying to read and study and learn about supplementation and train underneath people and, and go do mentorship programs and, and all this stuff at a very young age. So I think following down that training, you know, I think training and fitness and being on magazine covers, that was something that I think at a young age gave me this level of significance. And yeah. I think when you, when you, when, when you keep going to something that allows you that consistency, um, from a mindset standpoint, it makes you feel good. Like you, you know, you're in incredible shape and you, and you, and you live it. And it's just something where, you know, it's never this finished product I'm looking for. It's always right. this feeling that I'm looking for and training has always given me that feeling. Yeah. I, I think that's the great thing that people need to understand with training and fitness. It's like, we do set goals for our clients. We set goals to the people who, who we interact with. Um, but even though we do have goals and we have like these, um, these milestones that we're reaching for, there really is no there. That, that's what's incredible about, about fitness and being able, you can truly shape your body and, and condition it to perform or in some cases react, um, in any certain way, if you just continue to train. And, um, I, I you know, a lot of the holdup of people are like, oh, well it's, it's boring or I don't feel challenged. And, um, you know, or people like reach their goals and then it's like the, the moment that they reach their goals, they don't really have any other goals that they're wanting to, to chase after. And, and that's one of the reasons why I love fitness. I mean, I like to say that I am not, I am not excellent at any one specific sport but I am good at many sports. I can yeah. usually, I can do, I'm, maybe, maybe I'm not even good. I might be like, okay. Um, right. But, you know, and that's what, like, that's where it is like with fitness. You know, you can totally change and mold people. And, you know, what makes a good trainer is your ability to think out of the box because there's no set one way to do anything for any person. That's um, coaching. So, you know, you talked about like brick and mortar. Do you still have your gym up in New York? Um, yes and no. I just reopened a new place. Okay. So I, um, yeah, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the difference yeah. in like brick and mortar. And then also like this online platform that you have, can you kind of right. talk about that and the pros and cons to both? Yeah. So, um, my 15 year lease is expired May of 2020. And if it was, it was going great. I didn't, I didn't, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I was burnt out or I didn't want to continue on it. Like I, I thought I was going to be a gym owner my entire life. Um, I just happened to have had a head start on on the digital business, and I and I and I ten x in six months what I did in my best year ever at my at my two clubs combined. So um, I think at a certain point it comes down to business decisions. I, I it was um, we were we were told that we had to close March sixteenth of twenty twenty. My lease expired May thirty first of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So. I remember I cut my landlord a hundred eighty thousand dollar check for the last three months, and I said, "Here, here you go." And um, um, I'm going to be on my on my way. And he wasn't happy about that. But 
um, you know, I had to do what's best for me and my, and my family. And, and also it was like this new passion that I, that, that I had, I was just like, oh my God, this is incredible. I don't, um, I, now I have to deal with employees. It's just at a different scale. I, yeah. I have to deal with coaches. It's at a, it's at a different level, but, um, I, I think from a standpoint of, of having freedom in my schedule, making a lot more money, like I know it sounds terrible to say, but you know, obviously it's, it's, it is, it, it is important. We're in yeah. business. We want, do, we want to do well. And I think, um, you know, making, making a change on more people rather than having 400 men, you know, 400 active members, you know, now, you know, I'm able to work with 10,000 plus people at a much larger scale. So, you know, I think the brick and mortar, when you're in the business, it, it gives you an understanding of business that I, I, no one's going to really understand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being in the digital standpoint. You have influencers out there, you have coaches out there that just, unless they're there and yeah. they're dealing with air conditionings blowing up and, and, um, you know, staff not showing up or just uh, the, the normal things that business owners have oh, yeah. to deal with. Yep. I, I've had, I've had a gym out here I closed it down actually around 2020. It was very similar. It was around the same thing. Like I just, it was just, it was the right time to close that chapter. It doesn't mean that it was bad. It was just the right time to close that, that chapter. Um, and I moved on to a different season, but I am now in the process of reopening another brick and mortar and I still have my online training, but it's like, I think that there's something as much as I love like the online training and it's, it's a different, um, it's a different type of, of way communicating with your, your clients or even like your coaches in some, in some, uh, circumstances. But, um, I don't know. I just missed, uh, and I have a, like a box, it's not a CrossFit gym, but it's like a box, a functional fitness gym. And there's something about walking into the gym in the early morning and just hearing those barbells hit the floor, you know? And, um, so I'm going, so I, I feel a lot of what you're saying because I do know, like, this is a passion thing, but I do know that I am setting myself up to like the staff, you know, the coaching, the classes and, um, but, but I love like the digital online world too. And I think that you can, you can by far and, and without a doubt, my, my reach to be able to reach more people online is far more significant and greater than, than just having like a, a brick and mortar and you can reach a lot more people. So how did, how did you get into, uh, training celebrities? Oh, that just fell on my lap. I mean, I, I you know, when you, when you, when you have a club, like what, what I had in the city, I mean, you know, you put that much money into it and it had that level, you know, it had that star power to it that um, when we, when we built it, I think it just attracted a lot of them. And I, I think from a lot of these celebs seeing me train or seeing that I've been on, you know, probably about a dozen magazine covers. I think that also helped out as well. And having this strength and conditioning background really helped out as well. Like I never really refer to myself as, you know, a trainer, right? Like it's yeah. so, um, yeah, I think it was just something that fell on my lap and I, you know, did a, did a great job with them and, you know, always protected their integrity and never was really too interested in, you know, uh, you know, the, the marketing message from them. Right. It was just something that just pretty much happened. Yeah. yeah. What, what was your strategy working with clients like that? Um, obviously their, their window time for, for training, it is a part of their job as well, but I can only imagine their schedules being, extremely chaotic and and maybe not as chaotic as somebody who's like listening to this podcast, but I believe that there's probably some really good 
like advice or recommendations? Like how do you approach their training and how do you encourage them to stay on their training cycle or like whatever program you have them on or do they have to come? How do you do that? And like, what are some advice and tips that you give them while they're training up for a show to be able to stay on point? You know, it's a, it's a good question. So yeah, I, I always, you know, I always go through a screening and I have a team of people that I screen with because I like including medical because there's yep. always there's always a red flag. Um, and then I design a pr- training block, but that training block, they understand there's always audibles I'm going to call, right? Like it's, and you know, in all fairness, I do believe that their schedules are more chaotic than, 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 than most. Like if, if Ryan Reynolds has a call time of, you know, 7am one morning, like he's training early and you, you never know what's going to happen on set. You never know if a camera is going to break or if so-and-so is going to show up late or if they're going to be on set three, four hours past yeah. because something just went wrong. So when you're dealing with that in different time zones and you're, you're, you're dealing with, you know, them being away from their families and, you know, it's just, it's never, people think it's so glamorous and it's like, Oh, it must be so easy. I'm like, oh, you're crazy. Like it's, yeah. it's, I used to see Blake Lively get up at 3 a.m. and get into a car to, you know, when, when she was, you know, um, when, when she had a newborn, you know, to, to be in Brooklyn, right? And it, it was, it's something where um, they're never given enough credit. They have to work really hard. And yeah, it's, the uh, the name of the game is is um, is adjusting their uh, programming, you know. So I, w- I want to I want to pick up on some vibes from you. Like, what yeah. kind of trainer are you? Are you like the, I don't care that you're tired, Blake, wake up and get your work? Or are you like, no, it's okay. Like, we can adjust your schedule. We can modify. Like, are you like the absolutely, you can't miss your training? Like, how, what is your, what are your vibes when it comes to working with your clients? Are you like, absolutely not. You go to no, the no, gym no, right no, now. No, 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 no. Never, never, never. I mean, listen, I have over 40,000 one hour sessions logged. Like I have a lot of experience. I've taken, you know, over 200 courses in my life. Like it's like, I understand the human body. I understand readiness. I understand those emotional triggers. I think it depends on who you're dealing with, right? Like if you're, you know, I, I've had people in the past that are just incredibly lazy that, yeah, you got to put your foot on them a little bit, right? But then I have other people, like I mentioned, Ryan, he's just an incredibly dedicated person. And if he needs a day off, dude, take a day off. Like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I, he never takes it, you know, he never takes enough. So yeah, I'm never one of these, I'm screaming at you in your face. I think the one thing that I did pretty, pretty awesome was I was able to adapt to every single individual that came in and I could see the second they walked through my door, I'd be like, Oh shit, here we go. Like, like it's going to be one of those days. But, um, I think really understanding the personality and being able to send those emotional triggers to where you can find a level of success with them is, is not what I think is most important. It is what is most important because you're going to have someone get off a plane from Singapore. They're going to be dehydrated. They're going to be hungover. And if you're like, well, the program says we yeah. have to spend 95%, you know, max effort. It's like, come on, man. Like, like do a, do a, do a, an active recovery day, get the person moving, allow them to break a light sweat, get them in and out of there in under an hour, feeling better than they did when they came in, or if they need a day off, take a day off. And then that to me is training. There's there's working out and there's training. I believe in training. So we've talked about a lot of the clients that you've had through your doors. Um, I want to talk about you for a second. Sure. With with a, a man who is extremely talented, who you, you've been grinding for a long yeah. time. Um what does your workout schedule look like? You know, you're traveling right now. You have all of the weight from all of these other people. I, 
I can only imagine the pressure that you must feel sometime to be able to deliver and to be there for these people. How, when do you spend time with your, with, like, when do you train? Oh, I, I mean, I'm in Cali. I, I trained pretty, pretty early this morning. I mean, I'm on vacation, but I went over to this facility that, uh, that a friend owns called self-made in Hollywood. It's like 15 I know, minutes. I know, I know that guy. Wait, what's yeah, his name? Self, his, self-made. Chris, Chris. Yeah, his, dude. I need his, to get him on my perfect. podcast. Yo, you got to tell, if you go in there next time, be like, yo, I, I, be like, yo, I was, I was chatting it up with Ashley Horner. She said she needs, you need to get on her podcast. Yeah, no, he was super cool guy. Great, I met him. Through, great I met him. Through, great. Yeah. Great, great dude. I met him through this woman, Sarah Zari, who's an attorney, but she's a, she's a TV correspondent where she covers a lot of these, um, these, um, you know, these law cases, yeah. like she was covering a lot of the Johnny Depp stuff. So she's an interesting person, but you know, I, I, I went in there this morning and, um, you know, I always start with probably 10 to 15 minutes of, I, I call it practice. So things that I need to practice, it could be, um, it could be mobility. It could be handstand work. I mean, it's whatever it, it really is. And, um, but practice, it's kind of what gets my body and mind ready for the session. And then I'll go into my training session, which is, you know, um, depending on the block of training, I do a lot of power building, but, uh, depending on the block of training, it's, it, it could be, you know, it could be strength work. It could be bodybuilding, but I always commit to blocks, you know, anywhere from like a month to say like four months. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll kind of map it out. Do you, do you program yourself? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I have friends that, um, I like to have program. I have a really good friend of mine, Jordan shallow. He's, um, online. He's the muscle doc. Um, he'll do some programming for me. I'm, I'm preparing for that Navy seal swim. I'm going to be doing with Jay Redmond, um, around the, um, around the, um, um, uh, statue of Liberty. So how many miles is that? Like three, one, which is cool. So, um, that's been fun. I've been getting in a pool like two, three days a week. I swam in high school. So that's it's fun. Awesome. To get it's fun. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an athlete. Like I love to run. Um, I still play ice hockey, you know, one day a week. So I'm, if anything, I'm probably a bit too active because mm-hmm. I think five days a week, I'm probably, you know, I'm probably training twice a day, but I enjoy it. I love it. I know how to recover and, and my body bounces back great and, um, knock on wood, no, no injuries, but you know, yeah. I put a lot of time into my body. So, yeah. um, and then when I have to prep for a cover, you know, I probably need about, you know, I don't know, two to two to three weeks yeah. of yeah. just um, tightening some things up with my right. macros. And it makes and it I'm- so easy when you live that lifestyle that all you have to do is make a few adjustments. And, and I think like, I don't want people to think like, oh, once you get to the maintenance stage that you don't have to do anything. But I promise you guys, if you just like really focus in on your goals, invest in yourself by getting a coach, get mm-hmm. super zero focus in and, and truly make the commitment to yourself, regardless of how long that it takes. Because once you get to a point where it's like maintenance, yeah, it's always work. You switch it up. You have fun. But um, it, it's so much easier to just like it's all about switching up your lifestyle, being consistent. Um, and then, and then it's just the maintaining part of just being smart and not going off the deep end for too long. Well, I was going to ask you what kept you, like, if you ever lost motivation, but it sounds like you don't. Do you think, do you think it's because you have a variety of stuff that you're like always doing? I think because I think it's how I set my goals. Like I never, I never really have like, oh, well, I, you know, I have to bench press 225, 25 times or like, there's never like a specific goal like that. Like, yeah, I'm training for the seal swim, but that's just, 
part of training, part of what I like to do. When, when is that? When is the seal swim? I think it's August. I think it's August 6th. Okay. Or, or like last year, like I've been doing the, I've done the empire state building run, I think four years and I've never trained for that. I think it's just one of those things where I'm just ready for these sort of things yeah. and, I'll, and I'll go in. And I think just, I think just enjoying how my body feels and enjoying the effects of my mind after training is, is a reason why I'm kind of always ready and I'm always motivated. And I think understanding that, you know, you got to adjust your program, right? Like it's not like it could be working on day one, but then on day, you know, 60, maybe there's, you know, something a little bit different. So, you know, I, I think that's probably a, that's a, that's a problem that most people, they don't know how to adapt and they just, well, this worked for me once or this diet worked for me once. And it doesn't always work that way. Right. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about um, the mental health side of things. Yes. What have you noticed? Have you noticed um, over the last couple of years just a rise in in the 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 not just like not physical health, like people getting into physical shape, but have you noticed, um, or is it just a subject that's being talked about more? Like, do you notice anything when it comes to like the physical training, like the the the, the mental health side of things as well? Yeah. I, I mean, and your, and your, and your question is, do I, do, do I see a correlation? I mean, of, of yes. course, do I see people are in need of it even more? Exactly. Of, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was interesting to me through, through COVID where you saw a lot of right. people going, the, people went in one of two directions. Like yeah. they either, they either put on the freshman 15 or they got into incredible shape. And, you know, for, for, for me, it was, you know, I was trying to keep my head above water with the, with the amount. I mean, I, so, I mean, I, I bet, I bet so, you had so many different clients and now you're adjusting. Okay. Gyms are closed. Like what? It's not even clients. No, I, I, I did do, I think in 30 days, I had to do something like 120 live workouts. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I, so I got a, so I remember, I, I'll never forget in four weeks, I think I grew my email list by like 200,000 wow. because I had, because I had all these publications call me up. Like, would you do a live workout? And I'm like, sure. My wife's like looking at me like you're freaking out of your mind. You got three, four workouts a day for literally three to four live workouts a day for for um for 30 days. And wow. I remember just being like, holy shit, like I couldn't, I couldn't eat enough food. Like I was yeah. just like what kind of workouts were you doing? Oh, it's like all this, like, oh, like all these live body weight, like <laughs> just anything from men's health to cosmo to to men's fitness to muscle and fitness, like every, every single day, it was just like, would you, would you do this? And you're like, sure. Like you're just giving away that month. I just gave away, I, I gave away a four week program. Like you're just giving everything away. But you know, on the other end, you're, you know, you're supplying people with some, you know, some, some free content and, yeah. and you're really tiring yourself out. I'm sure you had, you had to go through, but yeah, from a one-on-one standpoint, I, I'm, I rarely do it now. I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I, I used to, I mean, I was training at 1.40 to 60 sessions a week and now I might do three hours a week of one-on-one. Yeah. -on -one. Like that's it. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I just do my hand on the pulse. <laughs> yeah. What would you say, um, the listeners, um, do you have any advice? Cause you, you've trained a lot of superheroes, right? It seems like, yeah. like, do you have advice for anybody who's listening and like how to get into superhero shape? Like, is there, yeah, is I mean, there, you know, you seem to be like the master of all of this. And if these people are coming to you to get in shape for these like movie roles, like there, you have to be holding out a secret. Give us the no, secret. No, no. I mean, I think you said it though. You're like, you've become like the Jack of all trades in a way. Right. I mean, and I think, I think superhero training, that's really, that, that's really what it is. It's like, you've got to, you've got to implement a lot of bodybuilding from 
from a nutritional standpoint to look good, but you can't go as extreme because they're very micronutrient deficient. So it's, it's now making, you know, it's now taking a little bit of what bodybuilding is from a nutritional standpoint, but making your nutrition more powerful. Like, are you going to eat chicken and rice? Well, that's shit. Like that's, that's not a micronutrient dense meal. Like how do we make it more powerful? So I think implementing that, but then the training, it's like, well, are you training exactly like an athlete? Kind of, but we got to implement a little more bodybuilding in because we got to create more hypertrophy. So, and then on top of it, it's like you're always training for a skill. So these superheroes, they're coming in, they're they're doing knife fighting, sword fighting, karate, boxing. It's like, what movie are we preparing them for? So it's always taking into consideration that there are these additional activities as well. So, you know, I think the first thing really comes down to is assessing like what is their what is their overall stress level in life? Like how's their sleep quality, how's their digestion, how's their nutrition to start? what is the goal that they have in mind? Like, how are they trying to look like I, I'm every single client I've come, I've sat with ever in the past. It's all right. What are we trying to create here? If it's, and it could be Ryan getting ready for a role. It could be Liev Schreiber who was training to be Chuck Webner, who was the, that was the real Rocky. It was like, all right, well, Liev, like we got to fatten you up a little bit, right? Like it's not like training for these superheroes isn't always getting you into Brad Pitt shape. So I think it's always, you know, it's always a little bit interesting and it's never, you know, uh, all these roles, they all change. Like Dave Harbour, I trained for Hellboy. Like we had to get him into a prosthetic suit. So he didn't have to look a specific way because he was in a prosthetic suit, but his back was so bad. You know, he's in Stranger Things now. He plays Hopper for those people who don't know who I'm talking about. But um, his back was so bad that I remember on day one, he was struggling to pick up a 24 kilogram kettlebell. Mm. And then on week nine, he did a 400 pound deadlift, wow. right? It was like, that was, that was incredible. And, mm. but we had to do that without dropping too much body weight. He came in at 250 and then at 249 pounds, I'm getting calls from the production company. Like, dude, pump the brakes. He's losing too much weight. I'm like, he's lost a pound. Yeah. They're like, he's not fitting into his prosthetic suit. I'm like, he's lost a pound. Yeah. I got it. I got it. And then I'm sitting down with him and they're like, well, what do we do? And I'm like, um, have some ice cream tonight. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, and have some ice cream tomorrow night. And we're just like laughing. And he's like, what are you telling me this? What, what kind this of trainer thing? are you? Who are you? And I'm like, no, no, no. It's, it's, you know, it's fine. Keep, keep eating the way it is, but we could back a little, a little bit. So, you know, it's, it's, it's fun, but I think it's also understanding that you don't have to be doing two a days and, and you know, better than everyone. It's like, you know, what's your, what's your stress level? What's your, what's your life like? And then, you know, creating a, creating a program that someone's going to enjoy, I think is one of yeah. enjoy, yeah. but also improve. Right. And the majority of the people out there, they're, they're, they're not improving. They're like, oh, well, my shoulder hurts. My back hurts. I'm like, all right, well, I understand there's a cost of doing business, but we have to look at how you're doing things because we might be able to improve that a bit as, as well. So this is going to be a really hard question for you, but um, because you've had so many experiences, I'm, I'm sure just like a lot of different memories, but do you have like a most memorable moment that you can share like from an experience with a client or something that you're like, like, oh, like that, like, this is why I do my job. Like this is this is it. Like, this is the whole, this is why I grind every day. This is why I work 16 hour work days. This is why I'm doing three a day bodyweight workouts. You know, is there, do you have a memorable moment that you can think of? It could be like, not even with a client, but just, you know, or both. I get it. Both. You know, I think I've I've had a few passion projects that I've really been enjoying. Um, there was one woman that was almost I've been working with for almost seven years now, and she was almost nine hundred pounds when I got connected with her, and we um, we've had her lose over five hundred pounds so far. 
So stuff like wow. that. Is, yeah, to me, it's listen. The celebrity angle, it's fun. Yeah, it, it, it's it's you know I've become friendly with a lot, and, and like like a couple of the names that I mentioned, I've done you know like Ryan and Blake, like they've done so much for my life and my career. Like I, I absolutely love them. But um, I think some of the passion projects where you know you're you're working with people that were literally on their deathbed, and you know to see them live a life of normalcy now, and have to you know have to think a little bit differently now. You're on the phone with surgeons, and there's all right, there's things that you know, might be out of your scope of work, and you're assembling a team and they're like, well, we have 60 pounds of skin. We got to remove before phase two of, you know, there's all these things now that are are, are terrible that you got to see these people go through, but it's also exciting that you're able to have that conversation with human, with people that were, you know, that their doctors didn't really think they were going to make it another week. So for, for me, that's, um, I I think that's the most fun. Anytime I get an an email or a DM and it's from someone and they're like, oh my God, you know, I've been able to drop a hundred pounds or change my life or quit my job or, you know, stuff like that. I, um, you know, that, that, that's most fulfilling for, for me. I know it's not exciting, but. No, no, it is. So what are some of the services that you provide? Cause we know we've, we've covered that you definitely train celebrities. Um, what other services people who are listening to this, they're like, oh man, like I'm ready to get my life together or like they have a really big fitness goal. Um, what are some of the services that you and your team provide? Yeah, cool. So, um, I, you know, so I host these challenges, which are a lot of fun and I probably take on about a thousand people a month. And, um, it's been fantastic because I'm actually able to coach them daily. And it sounds like a big number, but it's a private group. I answer everyone's question every single day via video and um, I bring on a weekly Zoom speaker. Um, we do it. Uh, we do a two-hour Zoom call every week. Um, I'm sorry. I bring on a monthly Zoom speaker at least, and then we we finish the uh, challenge with a um, a competition that I call the Deck of Pain, which is a push-up contest between the men and women. The women have been killing us for the last <laughs> two plus years. So that for me is really fun because it's my way to continue to coach. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm hosting something called DonCon. It's my second annual. I, I rented an, I rented an island in Mexico, and um, off a of port of Ayarta, and I invited. Uh, we have 80 people coming in, which is going to be great. Nice. So um, that to me is going to be um, a lot of fun. And then I sell my programs globally, which I have a team focusing on, you know, launching those programs to different demographics. And I, and I have an app that I'm, a, I've been a partner in an app company for seven years. And then I have about a dozen brands that I'm partners in that I, that I've been working with. And, um, you know, that's been fun, fun as well. Anything from meal delivery service, a company called, um, a daily dose to, um, a hydration company called halo hydration, but on, on running, which is a running sneaker company I've been working with for four years. So, you know, I, I got my hands in, in some different stuff, but, you know, I think the coaching end of it is something that I've always loved. Uh, the, the celebrity end of it, it's really, it's, um, it's something I keep my, my hand on, on the pulse. And I work with a couple of people that I'm still really close with and I love them. But, uh, from a one-on-one standpoint, it's pretty non-existent now. It's not really the, um, the avenue I want to be heading down. What is the name of your app? So, uh, it's just Don Saladino. It's an app called Playbook. I, I Playbook. became a partner of the company seven years ago. Cool. I've um, heard of that find, app. Yeah. I'm ready find to every- put all my stuff on an app. I actually, I've been looking oh, very to, cool. yeah. So it's, yeah, that's. Well, I can, I can always help you out with that. If you ever want to have a conversation more than, more than happy to, 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 to get you set up, but, uh, donsaldino.com is where all my stuff is set up. And listen, it's fun. I got two kids. I got a 14 year old daughter and a 13 year old boy and, uh, I've been married for 16 years and, uh, 
Yeah, we're in Cali right now, just kind of chilling. A are little are bit. they? Are they like, let's go, Dad? We're gonna hit the surf today. And no, no, <laughs> like, no, no, no. They're, they're at they're at Universal right now. Um, <laughs> we're, we're 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 out here because we're like big baseball fans. So um, we went to an Angel game last night. We're going to a Dodger game tonight. We're trying to hit every ballpark. That's so so um, cool. we we checked two off in the, in these last That's two nights. Awesome. And, uh, That's awesome. Been, well, hey, man, I, I I have one more question for yeah. you, and then I'll let you give back to your to your vacay. And I just have to say, like, I just I love your your work ethic and you. your your dedication, your drive, and the fact that you're on vacation and you're like, sure, I'll still take that call. Let's do you it. know. Uh, so I I appreciate that. Um, what is the legacy that you want to leave behind? That's a good question. No one's ever really asked me that. You can think um, about it for a second. No, 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 no. I I I think it's. Listen, we're not going to die with our bank account on our on our tombstone, right? Like as much as we get driven by you know money and and we all want to be successful. And trust me, I, I'm always pushing. You can ask Dr. Gabrielle. I'm always I'm a pretty good business sense. But you know, I, I think at the end of the day, it's about people and it's about how we treat people. And I think it's about you know the changes we can make. You know, and if you're if you have the ability to make change in this world, I think I think you have a responsibility to do that. And that's. I, I think that's what I've been enjoying the most now that I'm kind of out of the brick and mortar is that I feel like the brick and mortar really kind of put this umbrella over me where now there's no limit to the amount of people I can kind of help out. And you never know, you know, that woman's going to weigh 900 pounds or that yeah. guy's going to weigh 900 pounds and things like that come at you. And you're like, Oh, I have to do this. This is like, you know, how am I going to let this person down? I don't care if they can't afford it. Like I'm going to take this on yeah. and do it for free for the next seven years. And, right. and that, that's the legacy I want to leave right. on. I, that's what my, I want my kids to see was that, you know, their father um, really loved what he did and he was really passionate. And he was really good at it, mm-hmm. but um, man, people loved him. And there were a lot of people at his funeral. So I guess that's <laughs> I guess at I the end that. of the day, I don't want to be gone. I don't want to be remembered. You know, obviously there's, there's a lot of time left, but I, but I think, um, you know, I think when you, when you, when you, when you do move on, how are people remembering you? I think that's pretty important. I love that. And, and this should be a reminder to everybody that is listening. You guys don't have to have massive social media platforms. You don't have to be on dozens of covers of, of magazines, literally you living the lifestyle you change other people's lives around you, period. You standing up and saying, this is how I'm going to live my life and, and and not listening to the naysayers, like putting the negativity, pushing it as far away as you can and really just focusing on small changes in your system every single day that can ultimately lead to a healthier lifestyle. And, you know, you don't have to have, like fitness doesn't even have to be your first profession but you're still changing lives. And I think that everybody needs to understand that you do influence other people. Even if you're not, if you don't have a big social media platform, you don't have to have a, a massive social media platform to do that. So um, I loved your message today. I loved all the advice yeah. that you gave us. Thank you so much for sharing your time and space with us today. Um, thank awesome. you for joining me on the Reborn podcast. Well, keep doing what you're doing. It's, I think it's very, it's very impressive. You're, you're leading by example and, um, you know, keep it up. I mean, you got a great reputation. So uh, again, it was no problem taking some time out of my vacation to sit and just wrap wrap a little bit. This was fun. So thanks. I appreciate it, Don. Hey, you have a great time in Cali and, uh, have fun kicking it with the family. All right. Take care, hon. Bye. Thank you guys so much for joining me on today's Reborn Podcast. I certainly hope that you enjoyed the podcast with myself and Dawn. Uh, if if you loved it, if there was anything that you took away from it and you think others can find value in that podcast, 
uh, message. Please share it on your story, share it with your friends and your family, and uh, leave us a review on the Apple podcast. Um, and thank you so much for joining us today, and I'll catch you next time on Reborn with Ironclad. Bye. Mm-hmm.